Hello and welcome to the Fit 47 podcast. I am one of your coaches, Amelia. And I am your other coach, Chloe. Our goal of Fit 47 is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with somebody else you think would enjoy it too. This will help us help more women just like you. Hello and welcome to today's check-in. I am devastated that it's raining. I know that sounds like being really dramatic, but it's dead loud outside and I'm just all ready for summer now. Yeah, you? yeah, definitely. I was thinking this this morning, like I was on my way to the gym and it was lashing down. And I was thinking how many people have left the weather, put them off going to the gym or going to get the steps in. I probably understand a little bit more of going to get your steps in, but... Not the gym. The gym. But a lot of people would do... And I'm only saying it because I used to in the past. Like, I'd get up on a Monday and I'd look and I'd go, oh, I'll just leave it. Yeah. Do you know like, so it's, it's not raining inside the gym. Yeah, no, I know, but it was an easy excuse. So, like, how many people have done that today? But yeah. then, like, tomorrow's going to, I think, probably going to be raining all week, isn't well, it? Well, this is the thing. I just think with the country that we live in, you've got to find ways around it. Get over it. Yeah, you can't let the weather... Like, we... we barely get any sun no I, I think the sunniest sun and I'm sorry summer. but if you don't like it then just move to Australia well like exactly <laughs> like it's just that yeah. easy yeah but with the UK with the lovely British weather that we've got you you just have to figure Stop out a way around it yeah Definitely. um so in in this check-in today obviously we're going to go through all our wins and we're gonna we're gonna celebrate them as we always do but just like a little pretty warning that we're gonna give yeah a bit of tough love with this episode we are very understanding we're very compassionate we are all about meeting you where you're at and and pushing you and encouraging you to do better however there are some times where you kind of just need a bit of tough love and, yeah. and that really it a little bit of a kick up the bum and a little bit of like a because you know being being nice which we are lovely people me and chloe um but sometimes I feel like people, what's that saying? People take your kindness for weakness. Mm. And that isn't the case. Like if you need a bit of a kick up the arse and a little bit of tough love, we're going to give you it. We're going to be as empathetic as we can. But then if we find that people aren't listening to us and not taking on board the advice, then we're going to give you a bit of tough love and we're going to tell you how it is because we kind of do do that as well, don't we? Me yeah. and Chloe are both Gemini's. Right, I'm just gonna yeah. point this out. Mm. So we've got a very, very nice side, <laughs> and then we've also got a side that you don't want to get on. But we—that's what I mean. Like we can be very empathetic, and we, you know, we understand. We've been there before, but also we can bring that other side in and be a bit like, right, okay, sort yep. shit out now. Like we've we've told you, and we don't want to do it to be nasty or anything, but we just want to do it because I know myself. I need it sometimes. I need someone to go, come on now, sort your shit. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then yeah. I'm like, right, okay. Like, you need a little bit of a telling off every now and then to, like, make you realise, right, okay, I'm not Yeah, so sorry, I'm distracted. Um, I'm devastated. I broke my favourite pen. <laughs> she's devastated it's raining and she's devastated you know problems, problems in Chloe's life <laughs> if she's broke a pen and it's raining right well let's let's get into it so this is week we're in week four now and we did touch on this last week 
the first couple of weeks of starting anything, whether it's a fat loss program, whether it's a lifestyle change, whether it's you've decided to take up running, decided to go to the gym, motivation is always high initially. In the first, I'd say two weeks. Yeah, first couple of weeks. And then reality sets in where it's like, oh God, I've got to keep doing doing this stuff. And I, I all of a sudden don't feel as motivated as I did in the beginning. And we say this a lot and we'll say it again and we're going to say it a million times over, but it's the number one reason why you cannot rely on motivation. Because if you only ever do things when you're motivated to, you're probably going to do things for a week or two and then stop for like five or six weeks. And then a week or two of doing the work and then a few more weeks of not doing the work. And that literally is not going to get you anywhere. You're literally taking like two steps forward to take a few steps back again. You're not making any progress. progress. Sorry, the doctors called me then, so we had to have a little a little stop. I needed to take the call. Anyway, so getting back to it, I was just going to give you a little bit of tough love here and say the reason that you're not seeing results is because you always give up too soon. And that's the one thing that's really going to be stopping you. If you're doing something for two weeks because you feel motivated and then you give up because you think, oh, this is too hard, it's not that it's too hard. It's just that you can't be asked, and you don't want to give the energy that it's going to need to actually make some change. Now, I'm not talking about you giving up when you've tried a 1,200 calorie diet or you've done Herbalife because I'm not freaking surprised that you give up on that. Like anyone would give up on that. But when you're doing these sorts of things that we're teaching you, which are sustainable, which are easily doable, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy every day and every week. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be times that are tough because life can get in the way. But like I said, if you're constantly giving up, then you're never actually going to see results. If you give up for like a week, two weeks, and then jump back on again, like that that week or two weeks, you could have been making real progress. If you If you have a shit day, let that just be a day. It doesn't need to then go into a week and two weeks and three weeks and four weeks. And then like you show up again and go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to try again. I just had a bit of a bad, you know, a bad time. I understand, you know, the certain circumstances in life where you might need to just come off things for a little while, but it's only very few and far between with the circumstances that that might pop up. One of the problems is that your expectations of what the journey is going to look like is is wrong so it's like clouded isn't it yeah you you're expecting to feel motivated the the whole way through the journey and that's not true that's not true anybody who's ever achieved a goal that takes a you know longer than a day to achieve Mm -hmm. not like you know i'm gonna stand up off this couch yeah you've done it in a second really poor example i get that but anything that takes like a decent amount of energy, effort, and time to change, which changing the way that your body looks does. You need to understand that to it within those weeks, most of the time, you aren't going to feel lost. Most of the time, you're not going to want to get up and go to the gym when it's raining and it's cold outside. And then on the opposite end of it, when it's sunny in the summer and the sun's out and all your mates are in a beer garden, you're probably not going to want to go. So there's always going to be something And that's the reality of it. And if you can shift your expectation from I'm going to be always motivated all of the time to, do you know what? I'm probably not really going to feel like it most of the time, but some weeks I'm going to feel based on motivation. And on those weeks, I'm going to like lean into it and like thrive on it and do extra Mm -hmm. in those weeks. Great. But most of the time, and I know this is, this might not sound like the most like 
uplifting speech but it's just reality like yeah. most of the time I don't really feel like doing a workout but the difference is is it's a non-negotiable for me so we will come on to this in a bit because one of the girls puts in in a form how she hasn't felt like going to the gym this week but it's not an it's not an option not to go and it's that little bit of it isn't an option like it shouldn't be an option you should have your non-negotiable things that you do regardless of your mood like do not let your mood dictate your actions because you'll never you'll never get anywhere yeah I think we might have switched on this last week but about the reason why we use range targets um so range targets is you know where you've got like your seven thousand steps to ten thousand steps all your lower end of your targets are your non-negotiables. So where Chloe's just said, like, you know, you're going to thrive on weeks where you're feeling really good and you're going to push and you're going to do extra. That's where you should be at the top end of them targets. But then there's going to be weeks where your motivation drops, like week three and week four of the programme where it gets tough, but you should still be doing them non-negotiables. People who do things imperfectly, so taking perfect action and do it anyway, are the people that get the results because the people who give up all the time are doing like two or three weeks with doing F all. I'm trying not to swear to you, have you noticed? <laughs> I do an F all with that other person. So if I'm the person that does nothing for two or three weeks, I've not made any progress whatsoever, but Chloe's been doing things not perfectly, but she's been working towards it. She's going to see, you know, real progress. Over yeah, time. and think about it, like even just to give you something to visualise, we've got two people and one person doesn't bother changing the diet and eating healthy doesn't bother trying to get any protein in or eat any mm-hmm. vegetables or any fruit because they can't be perfect or there's somebody who makes changes and they start having a healthy lunch and all right breakfast and all right the tea maybe isn't all the way there and they still have the odd takeaway in there like who do you realistically think is going to see better results the person who just didn't care at all and made no changes at all or the person who changed about 50% of their foods and and this is why we say all the time it isn't about being perfect even if you got one workout in a week for the whole year that's 52 workouts in a year like come back to me in a year's time after doing that and tell me that you know fitter or you know stronger like doing that is better than doing five workouts a week for one week and then being like oh I can't keep this up and then stopping and then waiting until the next month to start because there's no consistency in that yeah yeah definitely um so yeah there's going to be a few things that have come up that we've we've spoke about before as well but we want you to understand changes don't happen overnight. Changes don't happen in two or three weeks. Changes don't even happen in eight weeks. Now we get that this is an eight week program, but we're not promising you we're going to literally change everything in eight weeks, but we're going to promise you that you're going to be further towards your goals than you were when you started, but you've got to be patient. You've got to understand that. Like if you're, you know, I'm 33 nearly, there's going to, you know, it's, maybe it say I started it in my 20s there's like well I about x so many years I can't even my math is <laughs> sugar <laughs> trying not to swear my math is rubbish but anyway like well, there's x amount of years training, like, like let's say I started probably having a poor relationship with food mm. and so when I was in senior school yeah so what you're 11 so let's just say 13 until I was you know I started doing this when I was 26 that's like 13, 13 years of bad habits I'm trying to undo, which do you think it's going to take me 
one year to undo it. No, it's I'm nearly 33 and I'm still working on things. And also we're being like really generous there in saying mm-hmm. that that all only started at the age of 13 because a lot of people will have poor relationships with food that stem from childhood. Yes, like honestly, you don't understand that how much children pick up and, you know, even things like not liking vegetables from when you were a child and then you still don't like vegetables now, but you've never, ever tried them again. But well, you've never been asked to, yeah. like, your mum and dad might have just been like, okay, you don't like broccoli, you're never, ever going to try it again. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's loads Not being allowed to, to go and, and play or go and leave the table until you'd finished your meal. And mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people are conditioned into they can't, they've got to eat exactly. the entire yeah. plate of foods, even though they, they were full, like, three quarters of the way through. So there's, there's loads, and we don't want to go off on a tangent too much, but the point is... Rome wasn't built in a day. It's Things safe. Happen overnight. You are where you are now because of your whole life. Like, you're yeah. not going to undo that overnight. Another one, just, just very quickly before we go on to the wind, is a lot of people are still saying about the scales. And if you've had an issue with the scales, again, it's not going to happen overnight. And we will come on to this because somebody does say it, but just understand that changes take time. You're going to have days where you feel shit about it and everything like that, but... You've got to just keep going and things, I promise, will get better. And it's just, it always, because I know it happened with me and I've seen it happen with so many clients, the penny just drops. Mm. And then you're like, ah, okay. Like, and it does happen. One day, everything just fits in. And you know what? Progress in, in anything you do in life is not linear. Like, you don't always win. Like, every mm. week doesn't go amazing. If you're trying to lose weight, like, if we, we know this by now, every single week isn't going to be a loss. Like, in life, you have setbacks. Like, you know, I feel like I've had a two-year setback with my health and fitness journey because of the way things are. But you, you've got to choose to be like, okay, what's that saying the comeback's always better, better than, the, than the setback yeah. and you've got to view it as, as that way like okay things aren't always going to go to plan things aren't always going to move as quickly as I would like but I am still going to keep on going yeah I don't know why this has just made me think about this but did anyone watch the Victoria Beckham and yeah. David Beckham thing on Netflix I watched a bit of it I need to finish it actually but I didn't know until I watched that he went through a really tough time he either Missed a goal for England, or he made them. He lose. made them. He basically lose. made them lose, and he went through a yeah, a tough time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone was really nasty to him, but then people love him now. So yeah. it, again, like he just carried on. Now he could have literally give up on everything. Mm-hmm. People were hanging dolls of him out out of windows and pretending like people are horrible. Like it was literally horrible what they were doing to him. Like now, if that was the case, like it'd be a big the beat uproar yeah. about it. But years ago. And it just, it, that just made me think about that. Like, everybody, no matter who they are, they go through frigging tough times. And, like, David Beckham, not that I'm a big fan or not, and, but, like, it just showed me, like, when I was watching that, I was like, I didn't know that about him. And fucking you hell, didn't. You admire him a bit more yeah, before, didn't Yeah, you? because I thought, fucking hell, didn't you go through a really tough time, but you carried on, and he come back even better. And then it shows you, like, where everyone starts with loving him again and, mm-hmm. like, cheering for him and everything. So you will I've have been, to... like, sodgers. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I mean. But that's the, you know, the you've got two attitudes, but he carries on going and got through it. And then, like, you know, everyone loved him again. And like Chloe just said, the whole thing of, you know, the comeback is always better than the setback. So you've got to just remind yourself of that. Mm-hmm. So let's kick off with some wins. So first, Lois has said, taking time to rest and listen to my body instead of ignoring the signs. I say I need to take things a little slower resulting in burnout although I only got to the gym once last week I was way ahead of target on steps as I went to Rome and walked everywhere 
Lois is also pregnant. I actually don't know how many weeks pregnant she is. Now she's 30, you know, later on. So she's really, like, she's getting close now. And she's still smashing it in, like, she's had weeks where she's hitting the gym three times and then weeks where, like she said, she's only been able to go once. But, like, she's done so well through her pregnancy. So just want to say massive well done. We are. We're really proud. And I think it does just go to show as well. It's an example of how training through pregnancy is actually... It's important. It's important and it's safe. Yeah. Providing you are obviously careful. Yeah, definitely. And if you want to train through your pregnancy, I'm your girl. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. Um, And then Sammy has said, kept to my training, even though my motivation has felt like it's dropped off this week. So week three of the program, we do see it. Motivation drops week three, week four. And kept saying to my Jamie, a boyfriend, when I walk out to go to the gym, I can't be asked, but I'm going because it's not a choice. Yes. And that's what Chloe was talking about before. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's what you've just got to do. You've got to take the option away. Yeah. It isn't a choice that you're making. I mean, it is because the choice you're making is to go, but remove the option. Like the way you get up in the morning and you go to work because it's a responsibility, you show up to work. You don't wake up each day and go, mm, will I or won't I go into work? Okay. You go to work because you have a responsibility to the employer that you work for. Okay. Well, you have a responsibility to yourself to go to the gym. So unless something happens, that genuinely means that you cannot go, then you're going. I've spoken about it loads, signs and posters on my story because I think people need to know that just because I'm a, a coach, it's not like I jump out of bed every day and go, woo, I can't wait to go to the gym. Like, there's days that I'm like, oh, fuck this. I've got a swore, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, that's obviously what I think. But when I'm there... And once, sometimes even when I'm there and I'm doing the work, I'm thinking, oh my God, eight squats, nine squats, 10 squats, I can't be bothered. But then once I've done it, I walk out and I'm like, oh, I feel great after that. Set it up for yeah, the day, definitely. It? So I love that Sammy said that because I think a lot of people need to take out a leaf out of her book. And like Chloe said, take away the option of, well, I'm not going to go. Like that option isn't there. It's you are going and that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, Liv's biggest win this week was doing a couch to 5k then a yoga class on Monday as well as staying balanced this week and having another weekend remaining on track so well done Liv we are absolutely made up for you just well to point out as well girls like we do encourage you to keep other forms of exercise in the, in within um the program if you enjoy it obviously we always want you to prioritize your strength-based sessions for reasons we've covered before however if a little sprinkling yeah. of what you enjoy, absolutely fine. I was talking about this with Rosie and Laura yesterday. So we do a little group meetup every month. Um, and yesterday we went for a walk with some of the girls and I was speaking to Rosie and Laura and saying like, you know, you should always include like a little bit of what you enjoy. And for some people it is yoga because Rosie was saying about wanting to go to yoga. Um, but the priority should be the programme and, you know, doing the, the programs work out and then like Chloe said a little sprinkle of what you enjoy I used to like going to the gym on a Saturday morning doing a sweaty workout obviously it's not something that I do now um with being pregnant but it was me three weighted workouts and that was me little bit of enjoyment and a little bit of fun for the week for some people I used to do yoga as well like I've had a little you've been the same you had a little try of all yeah. different stuff I used to go to CrossFit but I only ever done 
them things once a week. Yeah. It was never anymore because the priority has always been me, me training. Yeah. Um, Lindsay said, trying on a swimsuit for my holidays, although I still can't get away with a bikini, but I will get there. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, you will get there. And feeling good in knowing that I am toning up gradually and actually thought, ah, okay, that doesn't look too bad. Made love up that. for you, Lindsay. That's great. Lovely. Well done, Lindsay. Lovely. 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 <laughs> um, and then Michelle said, I have had a really busy week. There has been lots of food involved, but I feel that I have monitored my food more as I was conscious of what I was eating, which any other time I would have ate everything until I couldn't breathe. So well done, Michelle. Big win. Michelle's just left her job and started a new job today. So well done for that. And also... I've seen that she put up about like getting cakes and things like that. And I said to her, look, if you want to have a few little bits, have them in moderation, but know that you don't need to eat everything. And then she took the advice because she said in the past, she would have just, you know, ate everything. Yeah. And changes like that can seem like they're not a big deal at the time, but they are the biggest wins because that's just one occasion. Like if you can apply that to every setting, every night out, every party, every time she's brought mm. into work, then you're winning and you're going to make amazing progress. I literally said that to Rosie this morning. So Rosie is doing our eight weeks to change extra. So eight weeks to change extra, just to let anybody know that's listening that isn't sure, is where you're part of the eight weeks to change program and get your group check-ins like you do here. But also every other week you get a one-to-one check-in with me or Chloe. So I was speaking to Rosie this week was a one-to-one check-in and she said that she went to the rugby on Friday and she would normally get a cider and she decided not to get a cider because she didn't want to waste the calories and she got a cup of tea instead. And then she enjoyed a glass of red wine when she went to the pub later on. So instead, and I said to her, that decision in the one instance might seem like not, well, it was a big deal because she told me about it, but doing it once won't seem that significant. But like you've just said, if you implement that in other places and keep doing that every time, that's where the, the change comes and that's what people don't understand. Yeah. Uh, Lorraine has said being consistent. So I just want to say a massive well done to Lorraine for that because I've had conversations with her and like last week and she was like, oh, you know, Miss Progress, I just feel like it's a little bit slow or maybe I'm not seeing the progress that I thought. But she's stayed consistent. She hasn't dropped off. She's been doing everything, ticking everything off. I've just had a little look at um her pictures as well and you can even see even more of a difference. And I just want to say a massive well done because it's super hard to stay consistent when you're not seeing the results that maybe you think you should be seeing. But like we've been saying at the whole of this, you know, podcast is just keep going, keep chipping away, keep chipping away. It reminds me of that little, I've spoken about this before, like, you know, like the little picture of the man and he's digging and Mm -hmm. then, and then there's one and he gets to the, the diamonds and then the other one, he gives up and he's like, so close so so close and it's you've just got to keep chipping away chipping away little tiny bits at a time and the results will come the thing is is realistically if you are sat in a position now which a few of you have said you know progress is slower than what you used to on previous things that you've done your options realistically are give up and then not actually make any progress at all go back to doing what you've tried a million times over and didn't work for you or keep Kevin yeah honestly like just keep going because Lorraine has kept going even though she's been having you know tough times and we've had a few conversations she's she's someone 
who I love because she's got a growth mindset. She takes on board the advice. Mm -hmm. She goes with it. She listens. And the results, the results she's are coming. Coachable. Yeah, she is mm -hmm. coachable. And we, we've spoken about this before, mm -hmm. haven't we? Like, we do get people who are coachable and take on board everything. And then you get people who are not very coachable and they don't listen. Don't listen. To a word you say. They don't listen. They make <laughs> Think excuses. they know better. Yeah. Think they know better. They don't listen. They make excuses. Everything's but, but, but. And it actually reminds me of me when I was in school. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I was not a teachable student when I was in school. Everything was a but. Everything was a why I couldn't do it. And like, I get it now. I feel mm. sorry for the teachers because I get it now because I've, I've dealt with people like that who they're very, um, they're not, they haven't got a growth mindset. Everything is just like it's a fixed, it's mindset. A fixed mindset. Like there's never like that's just how it is and, and nothing's ever gonna change because like the world's against them, sort mm. of thing. Mm. Um and if that is you and you are listening and you're thinking, yeah, that is me. That's the bit of tough love. That's the bit of tough love you need and stop being like that. And then Emma Holland's win was she got a really good sleep on Saturday after putting herself to bed early. A few of you have put in when we ask about the sleep and stress question is about how you could probably go to bed earlier. And if you are writing in that, that question that you could probably go to bed earlier, then my advice would be go to bed do earlier. it, go yeah. to bed earlier. Even if it's only 10, 15 minutes 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever it is, like gradually build it up. You don't need to suddenly start saying, I'm going to go to bed at nine o'clock if you couldn't, you only go to bed at 12 o'clock. Like, be realistic about it. I've spoke to a few of my one-to-one -one girls about this and I've said, like, parent yourself. I think we've mentioned it on here mm. before as well. Like, parent yourself. You wouldn't let your kids stay up till 12 o'clock in the night. You wouldn't let them watch the telly till all hours. You wouldn't let them eat chocolate before the tea. You, like, all the things that you're doing, think would I let even if you haven't got kids if I had a child would I let them do this so parent yourself yeah. put yourself to bed earlier turn off Netflix come off your phone the things that you do to your kids do it to yourself mm -hmm. so going on to some struggles so Lois has said I definitely included more than usual whilst sorry I definitely indulged more than usual whilst on holiday in Rome but I'm sorry if I was in Rome I was 100% indulged yeah Pasta, pizza, gelato, and mocktails. Oh, it all sounds unreal. <laughs> Delicious, but I'm 100% ready to lay off all the stodge this week and leaves me feeling more fatigued and sluggish. And it does. I get that when you were saying this. Like, when you go on holiday, it's nice. I'm going away this weekend. I'm going to go to Sense Parks. But, you know, I probably will indulge a little bit more than I normally would while I'm there because I'll just, like, let me hair down a little bit. But... You do it for a few days or a week while you're away, and then you're like, "Oh, I've had enough now. Just give me a piece of celery or something." Like I can't, <laughs> don't even eat celery, but like, give me something healthy because there's only so much you can do it because it does make you feel more tired. It makes you feel, you know, sluggish. It just makes you feel shitting yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, it's even. I find with a lot of my one-to-one -one girls now, when they have like a takeaway or something, they're like, oh, I would just feel rubbish afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say like you can never have those things again. But I think because you've made such positive changes in your life that you're getting regular exercising, you're eating whole nutritious, healthy um, foods, which are full of fruit, full of veg, full of fiber, that when you do go and have these, and again, we're not saying carbs are bad, but when you do go and you indulge on the stodgier foods, like the more starchy carbs, you do start feeling a bit yeah. sluggish. So, Grace, you've you've enjoyed it, but you're wel you're welcoming your I can't word myself welcoming word myself. Of, oh, <laughs> guys, it's one of them days. <laughs> I just don't know. I think it's one of them days. So every time we do a podcast maybe it's just mondays maybe that's what it is 
welcoming routine. I'm gonna leave it there. That's, that's what she's doing. <laughs> okay, swiftly moving on. <laughs> Jordan, I'll let you do. Jordan. Okay, so Jordan if said, okay, "Yeah, I feel fine. I need a little light on." <laughs> Jordan said think, um, her biggest struggle was thinking my knee was okay and then pushing it too far and taking myself back to square one. I still struggle with any healing processes because I get annoyed that I can't do things so push too hard too soon. It felt fine in the gym doing 75 key squats and managed the run, but my second run, I could feel it ever so slightly and I should have stopped, but by the time I realised I was doing damage, it was too late. So Jordan's suffering with like a bit of a knee injury at the minute. And the reason I want to touch on this is because I think it's really important. At some point in our lives, most of us are going to encounter an injury. Now, when you have an injury, whether it's to the muscle, to the bone, to the tendons, to the ligaments, whatever it is, it's down to the fact that you've exposed that joint or those tissues to too much too soon. And they've not been able to adapt or recover or cope from what you've put them through. Now, I'm not talking about when, like, you get, like, a random little niggle that's just randomly there one day and then it goes and then you never hear of it again. Or maybe you get really bad doms because you've, you've pushed a bit, bit too hard on one session and your legs are really sore for a few days extra than normal, but then it goes. I'm talking about if you, there's a moment where you've done something and there's pain and it takes a while to recover and then particularly if it comes back weeks and months down the line, you don't go from being injured to uninjured. So initially in the first instance, yes, rest is necessary for an injury, but then actually you need like blood flow. You need to, to build it back up. Yeah, you need blood flow to get to the to to whatever it is that's damaged in order for it to repair. Now, we are not physios, so we can't diagnose anything like that. And I wouldn't know what Jordan's done to an knee, but there are different bones, different tendons, different ligaments within that. And just because like pain subsides doesn't mean that you're fixed. And I just want everybody to understand that. I know it can be disheartening when you really want to push and you really want to you know that you've got it in you to do more, but if your body is telling you no, it's telling you no, and you've got to listen. You can't just have this mindset of like, no, I can do it. I'm strong and I can do it because your body is telling you no. And there's a book out there and it's something like the body keeps the score and like you you can't just ignore it. You're actually going to do yourself more damage in the long run. I'm getting like pure passionate when I'm talking yeah. about this because I have been out of action in training that the way that I want to train for two years next month. And it's been horrible. I've cried about it. I've got beating myself up about it. I've been like, probably, I've never really suffered with depression, but I would say there's been times that I've been, I've suffered with, I've been depressed. I've been really anxious. And it's, it's horrible because I know that I've got it in me to do more. I gained a lot of muscle. I lost the muscle. But you know what? If I'd have carried on pushing and I'd have done like, more damage I would have been more gutters I'd have been out of action for even longer than that so I think that's the thing that people need to realize is in the like where Jordan said there she's pushed too hard and she's done too much too soon if you do that and you're not listening to your body and you just maybe it's like a bit of an ego thing because we've all done it but like your ego takes over when yeah. you're in the gym and you try and lift a bit heavy or like you see someone else or you think oh they're looking at me I better lift heavier or whatever like your ego takes over and you've got to stop that because if you're going to push too far too soon, you're going to do 
more damage mm-hmm. and you're going to be out of action longer so you need to really listen to your body and like you said it's frustrating but use that energy that you've got to put into something else so really like go right okay i'm gonna you know if jordan's here to knee could i look at some upper body stuff or if i can't could i put my focus onto other areas of you know you know maybe me nutrition or yeah. just something else that you want to something that you were going to wanted to do and you've not started it or like just something else where yeah. you can put your focus and it doesn't need to be health and fitness related it could be like is if you ever wanted to play an instrument like start playing an instrument is the books that you said that you, you've wanted to read and you've never got around to reading do you want to start knitting i don't know like <laughs> i am um, you know let's get a head, a head start on before we turn like into grandmas and have to start knitting <laughs> I want to start knitting. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of things like not fitness related. But <laughs> I've started swimming because I haven't been having any cardio fitness because of the way I've been for the past couple of years. And it's been making me feel crap. I hate swimming. I do not look forward. I don't like it. Like, I don't look forward to going. I, I could use every excuse under the sun. But you know what I do? I finish with my clients in the gym at seven o'clock on a Monday. And I drive myself straight to that to, to the gym and um, where the pool is and I go swim because I know if I go home I'll walk through the door and I won't go and even every step that I'm taking I go with Richard in my head I'm like I hope he says I hope he says let's, <laughs> let's not, not go, go let's not go but I'm a stubborn cow and I've told people I'm gonna go I've said I'm gonna go and I'm going and do you know what I feel amazing after it yeah <laughs> I was loads of myself last week so it could be redirect it just redirect it that's all you can do yeah and do you know what you might be hanging it now but you've only been going for a few weeks and you never know it could be something that I'm gonna be a professional swimmer you by the end of the year. Well, not professional swimmer. I wouldn't say Excuse that far. Excuse me. <laughs> so, Sammy said, similar to above, so she was on about other questions, um, my motivation, been stressed with work and feel like I've been weaker in the gym, being an absolute emotional roller coaster and wreck. Um, who else said we about that? We want to link this to live. Oh, yeah, and Liv said something similar. I'd say I'm 85, 90% happy with how I've got done this week but I've struggled with a bit of burnout and tiredness from work and trying to maintain healthy habits plus social life I've been quite balanced but just a bit tired I would say feel a bit more feel a bit non-stop the past two weeks trying to juggle everything so they're two very similar things saying like you know they've got a lot on and work being busy being tired and it can be hard but you've got to understand that you'll have weeks like that and it's okay and if that's where maybe you need to come to the lower end of your goals and maybe not push as hard in them weeks because it's probably going to be a little bit more important that not saying, you know, we don't want you to miss the gym or miss any walks, but use the lower end of your target that week because you're feeling tired. And then next week when the motivation comes again or you're feeling less tired, you can you can go again. And I, I get it because last week was the same for me. Jace wasn't well. Now, I didn't know that Jace was going to be unwell. Um, I still got to the gym. I still done everything I needed to do. But I was just a little bit more tired, feel a little bit more fatigued. And I was trying to just, you know, go to bed a little bit earlier, even so much so I got him to stay in my mum's last night because he goes there every Monday um, so that we could get a bit of a better sleep. And, you know, it's just, you're going to have weeks like that. And unfortunately, they can't be helped. I'm actually willing to bet, though, that by doing all these things in terms of, like, maintaining healthy habits, like Liv has said, and... and a social life as well like actually maintaining those things and keeping on top of those things is probably giving you a bigger capacity to cope Mm -hmm. with everything else 
So although work might be stressful and you might have a lot on, within the week you're still doing things for yourself because you're still getting your workouts done and still socialising with friends. So you might feel like you've done a lot, but you don't feel like you've done loads and not had a minute for yourself and not done anything nice or anything social or seeing any friends and family. I think the point I'm trying to get is, is that you, you you've got a lot on, but by doing the things that look after you and that fill your cup up, which which socialising with people does fill your cup up, prioritising yourself fills your cup up, you've got more energy to give into the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Like, at no point has Liv said, like, she's not coping. She's just struggled with a bit of burnout and tiredness. And like, said the same. Like, she's still, like, that's what I was going to point out. They've both done really well. Like, they've both said, oh, you know, felt a little bit tired and stuff. But, like you said, the capacity's there because they've been looking after number one first. They've been able to manage the stressful situations better the tiredness better the emotional roller coaster of a week better because if you weren't going to the gym and you weren't you know eating well and you were doing all the things that like you were sitting on the couch all night you were having late nights you were eating shit you weren't getting any movement in you wouldn't be coping as well and you'd feel like the week had just spiraled even more exactly and then even here sammy has said in the sleep question where we ask how your sleeping stress is sleep is better this week actually and it's like she's like off surprised by yeah, that yeah. she's put mad stress with work but it's been nice to have these workouts etc as a non-negotiable that i'm making time for me and that there you go like there's yeah. your evidence of it like your sleep is better it's like all right you're stressed with work because it's a busy period of time your teacher aren't you sammy yeah, yeah. um and like gcses and things and that coming up but you know you're mad stressed with work but it's not keeping you up at night it's not stopping you from going to sleep like you've slept well because you're going to the gym and you're probably getting all that like stress and that emotion out and all your energy out and you're going to bed tired like yeah right. i love that you said i'm making time for me i was actually talking to one of my yeah one of my old clients about this the other day saying actually having less time and being busy is like a superpower because now I have less time because I'm busier with Jace and with work and everything that I only have certain times that I can go to the gym so it's more of a non-negotiable and I don't want to miss it because that is my me time yeah so and if you and miss it when else are you exactly do it? so that's where like Sammy's saying it's a non-negotiable and she's making time for me because if she doesn't go and do them gym workouts she knows that she'll feel shit and she won't cope with things well yeah. and I think everybody needs to have a little bit of a think about that when you can't be bothered doing things actually it's only going to make you feel worse and you're going to cope with stressful situations or whatever in you know not a, I don't know what to say like in not a good way <laughs> I'll just say that in a shit way yeah in a shit way <laughs> but you know what I mean like you're not going to cope with it as well um, Laura so I wanted to read this one out weighing myself every day finding it to be one of the hardest mindset shifts to not getting disheartened when I see fluctuations on the scales because I've always been dead focused on them I've listened to the podcast about scales to help me with shifting my mindset but feel like it's going to take a while and yes it will but I love that you've said this Laura because it's like a realization to yourself like look I've got an issue with the scales and you're not shying away from them you're getting on them every day like we've asked you to because if you shy away from things you're always going to be scared of them. You're never going to fix it. But if you face them head first and be like, right, okay, I'm getting on these every day and there might be fluctuations here and there, 
But if you're understanding it more and got a better better understanding, one day the penny will drop. You'll see the results over time and you'll be like, right, okay, I feel all right with that now. I don't, I'm not too scared of the scales anymore. And I realize that there's these fluctuations. The fact that she's doing what we've said about getting on them every day, she's listening to the podcast to try and help. Like she's proactively doing yeah. things to help. Yeah. And just to like kind of stay on the point of the scales, it kind of leads on nicely because Karen has said at the beginning of the week, I did have a little struggle with the number on the scales as was still trying to get back to pre-holiday and Christmas weight. Um, But then I realized now that I'm doing three workouts a week that I wasn't doing before Christmas. So obviously just shifting the focus into what like she is doing three workouts a week that you weren't doing before Christmas is great. But a little bit later on in the check-in, Karen has said that she was worried about going out on Friday because she was concerned about throwing herself off track. Um, she went out and had a meal and a few drinks, which was the first time she'd done it since New Year's Eve. And she says, this is something I'm proud of myself, if I'm honest. I did gain um, on the scales the following day after being out, but knew it would drop again, which it has. And see, this is the thing. And like Karen's been with us for a while now, and she's starting to understand. Mm-hmm. Like she, she went out, she ate and drank a bit differently than normal. She said to herself, she she did gain on the scales from being out, but she knew it would drop again, and it has. And that's what you need to like remind yourself of like these quick jumps up and these quick fluctuations like if it happens overnight it's not body fat and just to kind of reiterate what Miller's just said about like shying away from things if you don't take the scales head on now and you don't get used to these fluctuations going up and down even if you lost all the weight that you wanted to lose and a few months down the line in a body that you're happy and comfortable in that still doesn't take away that you haven't fixed your relationship with the scales because you've never actually spent any time like working on that. So then if you even start weighing yourself in the future, you could be in, in the body that that you want to be in and be happy and comfortable and confident, but then see that number and let that number upset mm. you. Like it's the best way to tackle it is head on. I'm just going to read this one out as well. I'm not going to say who's put it, but they've said, although I know we cover this and I know there is so many reasons and it's no." It's not the be all and end all or end or end all, but my weight come up by 0.5k, which isn't even a pound, by the way. Um, and I don't even want to put it on the app because seeing it in black and white demotivates me. I know it sounds crazy, but this is what we're saying about shying away. If and if you don't put it on the app, we can't see it. I know you've told us, but we're not gonna remember that because you know, we've got a lot of stuff. There are lots of check-ins. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Whereas when so it's there on your to, graph. We need to see the data. So please don't shy away from putting things on the app because the reason that you're here is to make a change. This is called eight weeks to change and it won't happen overnight. We've said it before, but if you're also shying away from it and not putting it on the app because you're thinking, well, if I, d- if I don't put it on, it didn't happen, but it did happen and we need to see that. And the fluctuation may have gone up by 0.5, but... 0.5 is nothing in reality and it could come back down again the next day So we and we need to see them fluctuations. We spoke about this the other week but I'd come down 0.5 after going to the toilet. Do you, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not, it's so not that please, much. Please, 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 no matter what your weight says, 
put it on the app because you also need to see that we need to see that and you need to see that but I also want to say to the girls well done because it is hard it's a mindset shift that you're working on you've mentioned it in your check-in it's something that you're trying to you know get over and it's like it's like a fear like I'm scared of spiders now I'm not saying I'm going to fucking go and try and hold a spider every day because I'm not because I don't really want to get over them but that's not affecting my life day to day do you know what I mean and to be honest I'm actually not that scared as I used to be able to see a spider I don't like run out anymore well the next time there's one here you can let me no go. you can get it <laughs> but I'm not as scared as I used to be but that's not affecting my day-to-day life do you know what I mean but the scales can affect people's day-to-day lives so you do need to go at it head on and be like right okay we're go- I'm going to change this and I'm going to make sure that I understand and I know that if I'm doing the things that I need to be doing I'm eating well I'm taking off all my habits them scales will come down but if you're not doing the things that you should be doing then they are going to stay the same but you need to see that data to be like all right okay these scales aren't moving so what do we need to change we can only make changes and adjustments based on the data that we see but if we can't see it we can't make changes and just like to further on that point we will only make changes to things if you have consistently stuck to what you're what we've set you to do for like three to four weeks if you're gonna come to us and go oh I stuck to everything for a week and I haven't seen a change we're gonna say we'll go back and do another week and do another week we just say well done great carry on yeah that's what that's the answer that you're going to get off us but if you come to us and go right it's been four weeks now I've been consistent it's not really doing anything right we'd look over everything and go right okay what what where it is and I can guarantee there's something in there that we could adjust or change and be like right okay try this now one of the girls has actually said it was Lauren wasn't it Uh, we wanted to read out where's Lauren Williams where she'd said about yeah it's there a different approach oh yeah so lauren williams has said get into the gym and tried a different approach to some foods which didn't work for me in terms of hitting protein so i'm gonna message lauren and find out what was the approach what was the food changes that you made that didn't work but i also wanted to say well done because you're trying different things and that's what like the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over and expecting a different result lauren's tried something different to see if it works, it didn't work for her, and great, now you know that just doesn't work, you've got to remember things are trial and error, and then one day everything will click into place, and you'll be like, right, okay, tried all them things, that didn't work, I found this, this works for me, and just because it works for you, doesn't mean it would work for us, doesn't mean it would work for your friend, it's individual to you, because you've got your own set of circumstances, your own life, so it's basically what you're doing is working to try and find what works for you and what you can stay consistent with to get you results. So I like the way Lauren's actually said that. Yeah. Is there any others that we want to go through? No, I think on the whole, what was coming up is just people still struggling with the scales and it isn't going to happen overnight. Like we've said, it's a long journey, but equally there are a few people where it kind of the advice that we were given sometimes falls on deaf ears like Mm -hmm. and I've said this before you can't just sit and listen to this podcast or watch the check-in video and listen to what we're saying and not apply it like you need to apply it we use the example all the time but you can't just like talk about how you would drive a car and never actually sit in a car and drive it because you wouldn't pass your test because it's all theory and it's all what ifs and 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 buts or whatever the saying is but you need to but you need to apply these things so if we're saying to you if you struggle with the scales start weighing in 
every single day, then go away and do that. And I promise you in a couple of weeks, you'll be like, oh yeah, they don't have to jump about. Yeah. And then that might just be the thing that you needed to do to just not let that number bother you anymore. But if you're not going to actually apply what we're saying, you're going to just keep listening to the same advice over and over because you're going to say you're struggling with the same thing over and over and you're not actually actioning anything to fix it. And like, we can't do it for you. Yeah. We, like, we physically can't. That just takes me nicely onto a little win that I want to say for Lorraine. She said, I've managed to hit my protein goal every day and I'm feeling like I'm understanding what I'm eating. So when Lorraine first started, she started on our five-day free um, fire up. Yeah. And... She was only getting like what thirty four grams of protein mm. or something. She really was getting low protein, so we give her a goal, and she she was worked on it, and now she's hitting it every day. Now that's took what about four weeks, yeah. something like that. Now because of the five day free fire up, that's took her about four weeks to start settling in and start actually hitting the goal. She hasn't give up. She's a fussy eater. She's come to us when she's been struggling. She's asked for advice. I've gone through with her. I've even you know showed the things on my fitness panel and gone, okay, this is what I would do if I was trying to hit that goal to just give us some like visual, you know, she could see actually like, you know, there's there's some ideas what you could do. And she's gone away and she's implementing what we're saying and she's seeing the results and she's actually hitting the protein goal now. And this is what we're talking about. If you're struggling and you're saying the same thing week on week, come and speak to us because this is a group coaching program. We will go through the check-ins. We will give you the advice on the program, on the coach oh my god we will give you the advice on the check-in like this but unless you come and speak to us and say girls i'm really struggling like lorraine has you're not actually gonna because you could just be listening to the advice but not actioning it we might be give you be able to give you some extra little tips to actually go away and action what you're struggling with yeah and then also girls if you just feel like you need extra support and you need extra accountability we do have options for that. So mm-hmm. we've said this before, we've got the eight weeks to change extra, which is the mix between group check-ins and one-to-one check-ins. And then me and Amelia both do one-to-one coaching okay. as well, where that is like, it's a higher level of support. Like we want to be able to help as many women as possible and different women require, struggle with different things at different times and to different extents. And some people need more support than others do. Yeah. So if you feel like, do you know what, actually I, I do need, that little bit of extra help like come and speak to us there are other options available and it doesn't have to be for forever it could be that you do that for a month or two months and then come back down onto onto eight weeks the way we are now yeah the one of the girls who joined eight weeks to change extra come from eight weeks and she was really struggling with her nutrition and we've come away from tracking calories because this is something that you can do when you have one-to-one check-ins and she takes pictures of all her foods she's actually seeing better results now and she's one of her things was she she was always picking when she was when she was cooking the tea and stuff. She stopped doing that. She's making better food choices because I'm actually looking in at what she's eating. I'm not just looking at the numbers anymore. We've come away from tracking while we're on eight weeks to change extra. So I can actually see the foods. And like I said, she's seeing better results. So for some people, that's maybe what you need if you're struggling with nutrition or if you're not hitting your protein target still. And it's not to say that you have to do that forever. You might just do an eight weeks into that and then go back on to eight weeks and and come away from the extra but you might just need that little bit of extra support and if you do please come and speak to us and you can go on eight weeks to change extra for a little bit get that extra support so you can start to see the results that you want to see yeah before we move on to the next part one other thing that came up in quite a few check-ins was struggling to track now this one 
unless you have got no no time in the day to go on your phone at all, then really this shouldn't be like I don't I don't know what like what is the struggle like and that might sound really like harsh but what is the struggle because I'm willing to bet that everybody sits and scrolls on their phone for at least five minutes I'm today. gonna say it's not a struggle you're using as an excuse if you're saying I'm struggling to track my food you just can't be bothered it, yeah you, you just you just you're choosing not to track your food mm-hmm. that's the problem you're not struggling to do it because it's not hard to go onto my fitness pal and put your food in yeah, all right, you might not put everything in and you might forget the odd thing and you forget a day or whatever. That's not the end of the world. Like we said before, somebody who's doing something, you know, not 100%, but doing it consistently is going to get better results. But if you're choosing not to track your food, like I understand if you've never used my fitness pal before and that you might need a little bit of extra help to understand how to use it, then that might be a struggle. But if you've used my fitness pal before, then you shouldn't be struggling to track your food because you just need to go on. And even if you are doing it incorrectly, then that might be a little bit of a struggle, but we'd end up noticing that yeah. if you come and spoke to us or just from us putting things in the group, like girls have put things in about pasta before and put things in and we've gone, oh, girls, you've, you've not tracked that as grams, you're tracking that as spoonfuls, don't do that. Like we, So you'll get help with that, but if you're just saying, oh, I'm struggling to track my food, if you're not struggling to track your food, you're choosing not to track your meals. Yeah, and girls, we're telling you that the nutrition is such a big part of it. Like, it, it's it's the biggest part and it's what a lot of people struggle with. So if you're not tracking, one, you're not holding yourself accountable. You're probably put, not paying attention to what you're eating because you're not tracking. You're just, like, adding what you want. And we can't see, like, we can't help you if we have no, like... We don't, we don't see you. We're not sat next to you. We don't see what meals you're eating. We don't know anything other than what you put into that app and allow us to see. So start making a habit. Obviously, a habit you, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do it where it requires a lot of attention and effort from you to start with. But eventually, it will become a habit. If you sit on the couch of a night watching the telly, scrolling on your phone call yourself out on that and that should be the time that you start tracking start making like a little thing of quite a few people enjoy sitting down of a night like when the kids are in bed having a cup of tea and some biscuits start put the next day's food in then and it doesn't need you to be all of it. it it's just a plan it's just a little blueprint it's just yeah. a little guideline thing can change, change. that's but, fine but you're better doing that and making a bit of a plan like the focus for this week girls in the group is to do something of an evening to make you, your next day better so like a bit of an evening routine so that could be one of your things that you do for your evening routine is you're going to track your food you know what food you've got in the cupboards and also if you're somebody that doesn't take your lunch and ends up just going to tesco and that maybe that'll make you stop doing that and you'll start to prep your meals but i used to do it when i was tracking is i would always do my meals the night before for the next day because i'd get up and I'd, the decisions are done for me it was easier things might have changed here and there but generally i was making my own little menu and i was sticking to it and that's why it's easier if you do eat the similar foods because it's already there that thing where if you, at the bottom it'll be like um swipe to add yesterday's meal like I, I love that because yeah. I have the same breakfast every day. I'm yeah. like, yes, please, all done. <laughs> Just to say about as well, where we've been talking about like taking our advice and things, Olivia said, yes, I'm finding my mindset to be more consistent than ever. And I feel I have heard your advice in my head when I'm struggling or when I want to be lazy and go for an easier option. So it's getting well, well it 
well ingrained. ingrained and that's what we want I mean we don't want you to be walking around with our voices in your head forever I do <laughs> you might get sick of us but the fact that you're listening you're taking on board like this is what we're saying about people being coachable you need to be coachable you need to be taking things on board and actually making change rather than listening to it and then going oh just ignore that do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like we are the experts. We know what we're talking about. We've worked with hundreds of women. Please take our advice. And like I said, if you need that little bit of extra support, come and speak to us and we'll we'll you know give you what you need. That's what we're here to help. That is what our job is. It is purely to help you feel the best you have ever felt and be the best version of yourself. We want you to be happy. We want you to love your life. We want you to love yourself. And we don't want you to struggle. Not saying that, you know, we're going to make your life so much easier, but we will We will try. We'll do our best. Yeah, we will do our best. Um, so just to finish off some of the things that you are saying about the programme and how your progress is going. So Lois has said, I'm just happy to still be active, 30 weeks pregnant. So I love that. My goal is, is weight loss. Currently, it's given my body and baby the best nutrition and strength that I can give. And honestly, love it. That is all you can ask for. Nobody's goal in pregnancy is ever going to be weight loss because if anything, you're gaining weight. But it's nice to see, you know, you, you're training and you, you're nourishing your body and you're doing it all throughout pregnancy. Because then when the baby comes, like, you, you, you're you only going to carry on. Like, I don't understand it when people say, like, oh, you're still going to train through your pregnancy? And I'm like, yeah. Why like, why wouldn't I? It's a part of my life. It's a massive part of my life. Like, why would I give up something that I love doing that's going to be good for me, that's going to be good for the baby, that's, that's going to help me with my labour? Like, I just, I don't understand it. And then Jordan has said, slow, I feel I've plateaued because of my knee. I can't really train the way I would like to. I'm meant to be going, gaining, but I can't really use the muscles that I want to gain. But I'm going to try and focus on upper body. So that's what we said before. Like if you've got an injury or something's happened that you need to be focused, like Emma had an issue with her back not too long ago and she's thankfully been able to start training again. But again, she's rehabbing slowly. She's you know, taking things slow. She tried a bit of switch. Did she? Oh, no, she, she did. She, she did, did fight swimming, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, sometimes you just need to reshift your focus. But again, it's good to be on the programme and, and still have people there supporting you. Yeah. I've spoke to Jordan this morning. She's already been on about physio and things like that. Um, And we've just shifted the focus a little bit for a while. She can't. Yeah, and the thing is, is we're not denying that it's not nice. Like, it really isn't nice that it is going to get you down, but you've just got to, like, face reality. Like, the situation is what it is for the time being and you either choose to find exercises that you can do and work around it and shift your focus or choose to let it be all consuming which you know if that might be the case for like a week or two and then you realize ah actually this you know I'm gonna have to get myself out of this and the fact that you're gonna focus on upper body jaws is amazing if I were you and obviously my girls aren't your girls but I'd be like I'm gonna nail pull-ups like yeah. that would be where I put my focus now because you can't do lower, so yeah. why not? Or get... s- something else, even pre- press-ups. I know, actually. Lay in the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe wants us to lay in the piano and knit, George. Like, I <laughs> don't know. I don't know about you, know you. In all honesty, though, I wish I could play the violin. Do you? Yeah, yeah I just think it's, like, a proper impressive. Like, have you ever seen what... Was that program on it? And they, like, all, like... 
with the fuss like yeah well, getting really into it i feel like the piano is more impressive my cousin can play the piano oh, yeah, yeah. oh daisy she's she's like lessons. i don't know honestly she plays the piano she speaks spanish like honestly i don't she's know really clever. From. she's so clever it's like a joke and <laughs> um, she was learning how to uh, speak italian and I was just oh like, God. you are a joke. Um, unbelievable, but like a joke. <laughs> um, Sammy has said, had a gorgeous little yoga on the balcony today when you all went for your walk, so I didn't feel left out. It was nice, but not the same. Do you know what, though? You should Sammy, have FaceTimed, yeah. We should have you out. <laughs> but Sammy is living in Dubai, teaching, like, how unbelievable, yeah. and doing yoga on the balcony, like, insane. Oh, like, Sammy, I know where I'd rather be. <laughs> I know. I'd rather be there than Sefton, Sefton Park. Park. <laughs> Not that we didn't love Sefton Park, girls, yeah, with everybody did, that but, come. But Dubai. But, like, come on, Dubai. <laughs> um, And then Laura Sanders has said, good, I know my progress is slower because I don't really have much weight to lose, which is correct, and I'm going to talk about that now. But you can definitely, I can definitely see the changes in my body from pictures. So... If you've got a lot of body fat to lose, you will see changes quicker than somebody who's only got a two or three pounds to lose. The person who's got two or three pounds to lose may really struggle to lose that because the closer you get to maintenance, the harder it is for you to lose that weight. And sometimes you need to shift on trying to lose weight and actually just work on maintenance and build a muscle because you might not actually even need to lose weight anymore and lose body fat even you might just need to work on building muscle because building muscle is going to change your body shape mm -hmm. so actually that could be something that you need to do yeah and building muscle which is what achieves a toned looking body is a slow process and like that isn't to dishearten anybody by any means it's just be really really realistic about it if all the conditions were to be perfect and that's like proper training proper nutrition and um, proper rest and everything and there's more more if you get like pure deep into it even if all those conditions were perfect i'm sure it's women can only gain like one pound of muscle a month i think men can yeah. gain like two because they've got more testosterone than us but we can only gain like a pound of muscle a month. So like it is, a, it's a slow burner. And that's why when you start taking progress photos, when you're trying to gain muscle, I only know like my personal experience of it was it took me months. I was yeah. taking the same photos over and over and I was like, oh, nothing's changing, nothing's changing. And then eventually one day I was like, oh my God, they look really different. But it, it was like, it was like six months before I was actually like, wow, I can see that. I mean, when I look back now, you could see, but at the time, I think you're expecting like these drastic changes. Yeah. But I remember it because I was coaching. Yeah. You, so yeah. like I remember it. And I remember, but like you've got to remember as well, you are more critical of yourself. Yes. Yeah. So you are more critical of yourself. Whereas we will look at it and go, wow, doesn't she look amazing? Like you can't ask the difference. And then we'll send it to people and they go, oh, is that really much difference? And you're like, no, there is. Yeah, there is. There is. But because it's you, you don't see it like other people see it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just to um, just to go on about that. But sometimes women who don't have a lot of weight to lose might need to switch from you don't actually need to lose weight anymore. You might just need to build some muscle, which will change the body shape. Mm -hmm. Karen has said, I'm happy with my progress. I've seen some before pictures this week and I can't believe the difference. In fact, I need to show you them. Mm -hmm. Karen sent me a picture from 2022 and then the most recent one from when she was in the gym and there is a massive difference. And she looks, oh, amazing. She looks amazing. She really does. And I'm Love super that. proud of Karen. 
So Michelle says, I feel my progress is going well. I know I have a lot of weight to lose, so I don't expect a medical transformation, but I am focused more than I have ever been and feel a lot better in myself. I love that, Michelle. Yeah. I really do. Um, and then she's also said, sometimes it can be a struggle due to my taste buds. Because she's a, a, a fuss eater. <laughs> I was thinking maybe she had COVID. Son. Um, but I try my best to have a variety and don't eat the same thing all the time. But I feel the best. I have felt mentally in a long time. Want to thank you, girls, again. Oh, I made up, and do you know what? I just even love that you're trying like different yeah. things because that's huge. I think Sue said in a couple of check-ins ago, like she discovered some vegetables that she fruit, wasn't it a fruit or something that she said mm. that she she thought she told herself she didn't like it when she tried it. She actually did, and I just think like it, it's just mad, like in your head. That's why I tried them olives because I was oh, like, yeah. well, maybe I will like them, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I made Chloe. Um, try olives and I have like green olives and black olives because I love olives and Jace loves olives so I was like them. a proper kid I was like that like, eh. funny face and I was like don't you like them no and she was like well no they're not for me no. but she tried them mm. Um, so well done girls just remember week three week four it's going to be tough it's getting harder motivation's dipping but do not give up if you give up you're not going to get to where you want to be if you keep giving up all the time you've got to keep going imperfect action is better than no action at all 